He can see the mountain in the distance. After nearly two weeks of travel, doing his best to hide from the patrols, collapsing and passing out from the pain for sometimes hours on end, near delirious from fever and infection, he was home. Vargas Call stumbles forward in the early afternoon heat, the sweat stinging his wounds, the smell coming off his right side still churning his stomach after so many days. I guess your own decaying body is an ascent you get used to, he thinks to himself. He should have reached the outer picket lines by now, but there was no one. He pushes his body forward through sheer force of will, long past the point of exhaustion. After another ten minutes, or is it twenty, he finally sees movement. Three figures are striding towards him through the heat haze. He stops, swaying on his feet, and weakly raises his remaining arm as high as he can, palm out and open to show he's unarmed. His one remaining eye widens in shock as the figures come close enough for him to recognize the one in the middle. She must have recognized him as well, because suddenly she's moving faster, leaving the two larger, younger figures in her wake. The woman almost runs the last thirty feet or so, stopping directly in front of Vargas. She looks up at him, I'm so much taller than her now, and pulls a string of beads and fangs out from around her neck. The centerpiece of the necklace is a large, ornate scrimshaw sword jammed to the hilt in a polished mountain that looks very much like the one on the horizon behind her. She mutters something too low for Vargas to hear, and both the symbol and her right hand begin to glow with a warm red light. She reaches out slowly, hesitantly, and touches the poorly bandaged right side of his face. He winces from the pain but doesn't pull away. After a moment, her eyes widen and the glow leaves her holy symbol. She slowly draws back her hand, then, suddenly, swings it back at his face in a vicious slap. Vargas screams and falls to his knees. Did you think I would heal you? Do you know what you've done? What you've brought down upon not just our clan, but our entire people? Shaking with what had to be rage, Svetganil balls her small hand into a fist and slams it into his right flank. The pain is unfathomable. Vargas can't even scream. He just collapses the rest of the way to the ground, clutching his right side with his left hand. As the highest living authority left of Clan Mountain Fist, I name you Exile. You are stripped of all your titles. You are stripped of your name. I name you Broken. I name you Weak. You have no home here. No clan. No family. Vargas can almost swear he hears her voice break on that last one. He struggles to look up at her, but his vision is fading, and the sun is directly behind her head. But for just a moment, he thinks he can make out a shimmer of tears on her face. And then, darkness. As Svetka stares down at the wrecked, ruined remains of her only son, Desk and Braun walk over to stand solemnly behind her. I priestess, if I may. Speak, Desk. Well, it's just, even with everything he did, he's... He's your son. Shouldn't you heal his wounds? Even if we're just going to send him out into exile to die, leaving him in that kind of pain is... It's inhuman. Ma'am. Svetka looks down at the holy symbol in her hand. I did. Ma'am? I did try to heal him. It didn't work. 
The two warriors look at their priestess in shock, then down at the body of their former war chief. Has... has something like that ever happened before? She shakes her head. No. Never. Bring him to my tent. We'll do as much as we can the old-fashioned way. Tell no one else he's here. As the two warriors carefully pick up her son, he moans and jerks from the pain, even in unconsciousness. Svetka again looks down at her symbol. What did you do? What do you want from us? And why did it have to be him? She waits, but her god doesn't answer. This is Pod Against the Machine. Welcome back to Pot Against Machine, the only actual play podcast that can cram 35 minions into a five-foot hallway and still have room for the Robo Beatles. I'm your host, and here's everybody. Hello. 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 No time has passed. (laughs) (laughs) I've been hanging on to that for a week. No time has ever passed. Oh. Pod exists outside time and space. I, for one, am excited to meet everyone's backup characters uh, mm. on this episode 70. <laughs> well, isn't everybody excited? They've made it to episode 70. The big one. Man, you're really etting on my nerves there, <laughs> Sam. Mm. I like Vargas isn't even involved in this fight yet. He's still fighting a bug in the other room. <laughs> He's just setting started. And losing. <laughs> it's that Breaking Bad episode. I was where literally just going to say it. <laughs> Same. Yeah, Vargas is over here having his own bottle episode. Okay. Well, when last we left our heroes, they, um, seeing Kira in rather a rough way, decided to take a little time, see if it wore off on its own and spent that time deciphering Nalakai's prayer book, which led them to discover that Hellion hates some kind of source, which apparently oppressed him horribly in a former life. And um, he escaped it because, you know, Hellion's a hero and he does heroic things like that. And um, he wants his revenge and he wants his followers to help him with that. And after that, uh, we... Went downstairs. Uh, Kira did recover her faculties, and that was quite miraculous. We went downstairs, saw a crawfish with a machine gun, or maybe a chewel, and popped open a storage closet to find some incredibly effective dark creepers who just slaughtered the party, or at least bothered Brixby a a little. And um, after that... Uh, The party found a locked door that only the green keycard could open up, and behind it were some humming machines, a whole bunch of screens flashing all sorts of weird text, and some beetle robots. Uh, The party proceeded to indiscriminately slaughter some beetle robots like 
mean, mean people. Hellion appeared, and then orcs appeared, and also dregs who truly run Scrapwall. That's where we are now, in the middle of a gigantic fight with an initiative tracker that I want to say has like 17 entries in it. That's just eyeballing it, and it's almost certainly wrong, but... It's longer than a CVS receipt on my monitor right now. <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it. Are y'all excited about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really got me going, you know, thinking, oh, no, we got to avoid this chul. We don't want to have to fight a chul. Let's open this door. Oh, we just steamrolled over those guys. <laughs> Allow <laughs> me to swipe the card. Oh, this isn't great. Oh, this is much worse. Oh, we're all gonna die. You know, like you do. Is Drake's voice by uh, Brad Pitt reprising his role from Snatch? And just <laughs> running around going like, you like Drake's? You like Drake's? <laughs> That's all I could think about. I tried to find a meme generator during the last recording. I don't think I missed any turns, so anything, anything happened? No, I don't think anything really happened that whole fight, you know. All right, cool. Um, I was always envisioning uh, one of Dregs' heads being voiced by Master and the other half being voiced by Blaster. <laughs> Just to stick with the Mad Max. But does she run Barter Town? She runs Scrapwall. She declared that she runs Scrapwall. So are one of the heads much smaller than the other? Because that would make it a very funny. Ad. It's a it's a little smaller. It's kind of like a Rachel, um, if you are familiar with what's the mechanical for Leibowitz. No, I was just like uh, friends. I just <laughs> no. That was that was a really obscure sci-fi book reference. Yeah, the one Rachel. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, that is a very good classic sci-fi book, and the sequel, St. Leibowitz and the Horsewoman, is one of the worst things I've ever read. <laughs> well, I was more referring to Rachel, the shrunken head, or the vestigial head being the obscure reference, because <laughs> she's just sort oh, of yeah. mentioned on, like, one page, I think, at the end of the book, spoilers. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant the book itself, I'm like, that's one of the most famous... <laughs> But yeah, the reference itself is super big. No, thanks. Now I've changed to Rachel and Monica as the heads. On the <laughs> yep. I mean, that might be better, really. <laughs> Not for Ross. Oh, no. <laughs> we got to cut that out. That's awful. All right, well, it's Drake's turn. I chose to go to bed before Drake's turn for a very specific reason. Because Drakes hasn't had a chance to full attack yet. Drakes is going to do that now. Uh, we're going to do the first swing of a spike chain. Akira. Uh, that is... It's just a 20. Uh, yeah, no, that'll, that'll do it. So you're looking at a quick 24 damage. And then um, the the other head is going to raise up her spike chain. And uh, she's going to take a swing at Kira too. Because you know, Brixby backed out of Kira's square. So I've only got the one person to attack. Um, that is 
a 29. You know, it's weird because you circled back around after 25 and I was like, oh, I'm suddenly too powerful again. No, 29 is, is great. That's a really solid chunk of hitting. All right, that's only 21 damage, so a little bit, a little bit less. Uh, back to How full is this attack? Back to the first chain. Ah, uh, that's a miss. Don't worry about that one. And back to the second chain real quick. Uh, 24 to hit again. Mm-hmm. Uh, three, seven, eight. Sam, please don't kill me. Uh, 21 damage with the third hit. Let me do the math here. Wait for it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not dead. I am fully down. Just, oh my god, so many points. But that is fine. This is fine. This is great. Um, I have nothing else to add. Well, Drake's turn is over. Asher's up. Oh, Asher's up indeed. And he is ready to rapid shot his smote target. Even though... Sh- she runs Barter Town. And avenge the... Avenge the death. The absolutely obvious and certain death of Kira. Because when she falls on her running chainsaw that does 3d6 on its own, I mean, you hate to see it. Alright, I'm going to get out uh, 3d20 here. Paper cartridges all the way. Doubles the misfire chance. What could go wrong? Um, I'm going to go blue, white, red. Well, blue was canonically first, which is good because the other two aren't good numbers. Uh, so <laughs> so blue is going to hit with a 29. Yeah. 29 will definitely hit this very limber creature. I realize I ra- I grabbed from the wrong set of dice. These were the tweeners that I set off to one side, but not all the way off. It's a bummer. <laughs> uh, well, at least it's terrible damage. Um, so that's uh, that's only eight point. No, six. Math is hard. Hmm. Sorry. Point blank shot. Seven. All right. Uh, and then his gun misfires. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Which isn't great. Uh, it's not ideal. Oh, no. No, it's a bad time <laughs> for that. I'm emotionally prepared for this game. It's, it's super not great. Uh, so he will just free action drop that pistol and take a five foot step back towards more robots and use a swift action to uh, land hands himself. Uh, that's nine on 2d6. I needed that. But yeah, currently no weapon in his hands. He's ready for fisticuffs. Well, it's uh, time for Vargas to save the day here. Okay. Uh... Vargas is not moving yet. I'm just moving so I can see out the door. Uh, would you consider... Can you see the line I'm drawing? Yeah. 
and from your end. Would you consider that a straight line? Yeah. Okay. Vargas is going to take a five-foot step, and then he is going to cast Bladed Dash. Oh, my God. And he blurs <laughs> forward in a 25-foot line, and as he's passing by the Etten uh, to go into the middle of, uh, which I will describe for the folks at home, a circle of the Etten Two orcs and a... I'm guess, is that a thrall there? What is he? Uh, that's a... Uh, <laughs> the, uh, acolyte of Hellion. I've forgotten the word for sure. Acolyte of Hellion, yeah. Uh, yeah, so as he passes by her, he takes a swing at her as he's allowed to do as part of the spell. Uh, actually, you know what? Can I rewind for half a second? And say that before I go, I uh, use two more points from my arcane pool to empower my arm. All right. Or is my hand off that die? No, you can. You haven't, haven't okay. rolled the attack yet, so let's go. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then that will add to that. So that is, instead of being a 19, which that is going to be a 21. 21 doesn't hit. Against regular AC. Um, that's not good. Uh, yeah, so he swings, uh, blurs by and misses, <laughs> which is, uh, not great. Yeah, he's in a, he's in a oh, tough spot. No. Oh, no. But, uh, he has full health and he has DR5 bludgeoning for at least the next 26 points worth of damage. So if any of the party is going to be stuck in the middle of all these guys, I guess it's best to be him. All right. All finished? Yep, that is turn. <laughs> All right, well, Purple's up next, so Purple is just going to take a quick swing at you. Uh, and that is a natural one, so that didn't go anywhere. Everything's looking up for Vargas. And um, Orange is going to shoot it. Asher, it doesn't like Asher. That's fair. Um, that is a 17. I don't think that's going to do it. That's a miss. All right. On to the next orc minion, which I know everyone is very concerned about. Um, since Kira is down, I think that Blue is gonna step into her square and take a swing at Brixby. Uh, that is 18 to hit. That will not hit. Um, it's really not looking great. Alright, Yellow is gonna come rushing in and head down to take a shot at Asher. You mean the orange robot? Uh, sadly, it, it's friendly with the robot, but that's only a six to hit. Oh, okay, no. These guys are, they're just minions. There's nothing to worry about. Um, let's see. Green, I think, is gonna, he's gonna take a swing at Vargas. And only a ten to hit, and then he's just gonna take a five foot step. And let's see, I think that this little green Acolyte is just going to take a five-foot step back, kind of clear out of everybody's way. And who's one? Orange is one. So Orange is going to come plowing in here into Red's spot and take a swing at Brixby. And that's just an eight. So that was terrible. And it's Kira's turn. How are we looking? I'll just uh, recover one health really quickly and stabilize 
and then lay here in my blood as all of my friends die. This. Spot against the machine. All right, Brixby. <laughs> After that uplifting turn. All right. Um, oh, boy. Um, hmm. I am presented with uh, a not great series of things here. <sighs> hmm. Okay. Well, this is a game about risks, I guess. So I'm going to take a five-foot step into Asher's Square, and I am going to attempt to cast defensively here, rolling a 20 um, for my plus 10 there for a 30. All I needed was 21. Brixby's going to crack a small glass vial, mash it against some fur, and I'm gonna need orange and this big old Etten and purple and green to roll me a reflex save, Sam. All right, we will start with the orcs because I'm looking at them. So, orange is a 19. All right, that's a pass for uh, orange. Um, Purple is a 14. That is a fail. All right, and let's see. The Accolade of Hellion, we're looking at a 12. There's also a fail. And our friend Drags, who's very dexterous, got a 7. All right, also a fail. So this is what everybody but Orange is going to take. That's 29 points of damage. And Orange will be taking a 14. All right. And that is... Rixby's turn. <laughs> oh my god. I really thought that if I if I failed that that cast defensively, I don't know what I would have done. I would have just cried. So I don't know. We're not out of the woods, listener. <laughs> this is it. The one that's left. All right. Well, we have more than one. <laughs> um, okay, let me just do a little bit of math here. As an absolutely brutal I'm assuming that was lightning bolt. Yep. I, Thank you, Marrow. You probably said it, but I was doing a lot of math. Um, so Orange uh, looks really, really bad. And Dregs looks really, really mad. And it might be hard to see it for everybody but Vargas, but um, Purple and the Acolyte of Hellion are smoking craters. Um, they dead. So... That was a that was a good shot, and I'm gonna throw a little sky medley do on Brixby's Thank you. Shoulders well, for that one. I'll appreciate it for the next two rounds before I get completely killed. Well you're <laughs> you're about to get shot with a stun gun. It's a twenty-one to hit. It does hit. Alright, take four non-lethal and like it. Oh, do it, but I won't like it. Alright, well, Drakes has knocked down Kira, so she turns, and she's gonna look behind her at the guy who just magically appeared, and he's gonna get the wrath of the full attack. So attack number one, that is a 24. That is a hit. Uh, is her weapon in bludgeoning? Uh, it is not. These are piercing weapons. They are spiked chains. Okay. By the less than whatever this is. Um, 27 damage. Ooh. That was the best roll yet. 22 points of damage. Alright, chain number two. 
Uh, we're looking at a 23 to hit. That is also a hit. Okay. That's not bad. That one's only 18 damage. That's the least damage yet. Attack number three is a only a 15 to hit. Uh, that is a miss. Okay. And the, what was two again? Um, sorry, I'm doing math on my end. <laughs> it was 18 damage. Mm -hmm. 18 damage. Yeah. Okay, so 27, 18, and then the next last one was a miss. Okay. Yeah, and then the final attack is also a 15. Okay, yep, that is a miss. Got off a lot easier than Kira did. And Asher is up with no gun. Yeah, it's not ideal. So he is going to he is going to take a he's going to retrieve a stowed item as his standard action. Another one of the uh, three non-broken pistols. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, and then he will uh, spend his swift action to lay on hands himself again. Uh, only seven that time. That's his turn. All right, Vargas, you are toe to toe with an Etten. Okay, Vargas is going to roll to cast defensively. Plus 13 to get a DC 17. That is a 16 on the die, so he gets his cast defensively. And he is going to attempt to hit her with a shocking grasp. I'll throw a sky metal on this. Oh, actually, I should probably throw a sky metal on this too. Uh, can I do it after I rolled? Oh. I mean, I see the number. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I mean, Jeff already said it, so just add the four. I'll, I'll do it. Okay. Uh, so that is a 13 on the die, plus that's 18, 19, 20. Uh, it's, um, it's probably still not going to hit. She apparently has some really high AC. That's going to be a 22. Um, because she is squeezing, that is a hit. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, remember what Shopping Grass does. D6 per level up to 5, and I do not have the feet that lets me go past that yet, so that is just five. That is four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, nine, fourteen. Fifteen points of electricity damage and another ten points of adamantine magical bludgeoning. Mm -hmm. And then because I didn't move, I can take a second swing at her for just the bludgeoning. Uh, I am going to use my Sky Metal on this. Uh, so that is a 25. Uh, 25 will hit. Which is a hit, yep. And that will be another... Ooh, that is two sixes. That is another 15 points of uh, Magical Bludgeoning. Oh, big turn. All right. She looks quite, quite hurt. But she is still up. Anything else? Any swift actions or? Uh, no. That is uh, all he can do. All right. Well, the orange floaty bot is uh, it's gonna shoot at Asher again because canonically it doesn't like Asher. That is uh, what the heck number is that? Oh, four. I don't recognize four. So that's gonna miss. 
never seen a four before. Uh, let me take that orc off of the initiative. And then yellow, stand in Brixby's face. So he's gonna swing at Brixby. Natural 20. Oh, oof. No. To confirm is only an eight. Does not confirm. Yeah. Thank goodness. So you're looking at eight damage as he smashes you with a piece of bent up junk. Palpable hit. Let's see, and then green is going to step up to Vargas and he's in the flank. So we're looking at, at a 19 to hit. That is one point over my AC. Oh, he's gonna get us. Uh, is his weapon bludgeoning? It is bludgeoning. Okay, so my DR does not matter. All right, and that is 13 points of bludgeoning and sneak attack combined. Uh, let's see, we're removing the Acolyte from initiative. And then orange. I don't see Asher. Is he in the same square as Bricks? He is. So orange is going to step up and take a swing right in Asher's face. That is a 17. Miss. That takes us to Kira's turn. Yeah, so return my volume to regular level to say I'm just gonna recover one point of H. Uh, what is it? HP. And uh, in just 14 more rounds, I'll be able to join you again. <laughs> On the. Oh wait, no, because after that I will be done with rage. So just kidding. Jk, Jk. I will do nothing. But no, in her heart of hearts, she is. You, you, okay, that's my turn. All right, Brixby's turn. Oh, that was so sad. <laughs> um, all right, well, he's going to... Um, yeah, he'll take a five-foot step back, uh, level his wand of... Or, sorry, that swift action. Uh, let the wand out of the quick sheath and then fire a scorching ray at the Etten. She may have some cover, but this is against touch. That's 21. Yeah. Right. Then that is 13 points of fire damage. Oosh. No sneak attack. She is looking very, very bad. Um, all right. And let's see. Yeah. Swift five foot and a scorchy dew. That's it for me. Oh, man. <laughs> this is so bad. All right. I think red, since you moved right up to it, is going to try to scuttle into your space. So we'll do that acrobatics. Does 11 beat your CMD? I am a rogue and a wizard, but not that much of a rogue and a wizard. You have provoked my trap card. Um, no. Yeah. Wrong system. That was for you, Jerome. Yuki, oh no. <laughs> you do get an attack of opportunity. Um, <laughs> does 12 hit? It does not. <laughs> All right. But this creature can't get into your square, so it's just got to shoot you with the stun gun. That is a 23 to hit. That definitely hits. All right. Take your eight non-lethal. Boom. Holy goodness. Max damage. Right. Yeah, wow. Big damage. And speaking of max damage, it's Drake's turn. And she's so, so angry at Vargas right now. He hit her really hard. And now she's flanking. That is 
a 19 to hit with the first one. That is a hit. Very bad roll. Get messy. 23 damage. Uh, Vargas is. Oh, wow, holy crap. Hang on. Uh, do I take five less because of my things? Let me see what this puts me at. That DR just saved your life. Uh, no, I would have actually still been alive because I have a ridiculously high uh, thing. I, I have a thing that lets me go double my con before I die. But I am unconscious. <laughs> and I think she is thinking hard about going after Vargas more because she knows that he had just hurt her so bad. But I think and she sees she's got half the team on the ropes here. Instead, she's going to take a move action and head into the room here. Still squeezing, she leaves Vargas's unconscious body behind her. And Asher is up. You got Dregs in your face along with two orcs and two robots not far behind. That's fine. Uh, Asher is going to take a five foot step. Kind of. Uh, can he step around the table there? Or if not, then he'll just go straight back. Yeah, the, on- the only one I can see that you could can take is that one in the either directly north or. Uh, north and west. Okay. Uh, I'm sure those chains have enough reach to provoke within 10 feet, but what else are you going to do except for rapid shot the Eden? Alright, that will indeed provoke. Uh, And from orange too, don't forget. So, we'll go with Drake's first. Um, She doesn't have flanking. Um, That is only a 19 to hit. That's a bad roll. Oh, good, because that's a miss. All right, and Orange is going to also take a swing at you. That's a better roll. That is a 23. Yeah, that hits. All right, so he's going to clock you for eight damage with his bent piece of crap. All right, I've been clocked. Uh, And now, with three more paper cartridges, uh, Asher is going to unload. Still smote. It's not tied to the weapon. So we are going to go first, mint chocolate crit. A 19 again. Nope, sorry. A 21 against touch. That will hit. Uh, eight points of damage by passing an EDR. She's still up. Shot number two, orange creamsicle. Ooh, that's a 13 off the dice. So that is definitely a hit with a 24 against touch. That will hit. Uh, that's 11 points of damage. And Drag standing over Kira's bloody, oh unconscious body collapses in a gigantic heap of chains and questionably studded leather and heads in stench and grossness. Crushing Kira and killing yeah, her. Yeah, the Etten goes down oh, and just so close. Absolutely destroys Kira. I mean, it's not a TPK. I'll take it. Fair. Uh, his smote target is down uh, on top of Kira, uh, but Asher still has his third shot. He's going to take it against Orange. Uh, oh, and that's also a misfire. <laughs> Oof. 
no. It's good times. Why a Neapolitan? Why you do me like that? Alright. Well. We'll just drop another gun on the ground. <laughs> Reaction. It's Vargas's turn. Uh, Vargas is going to activate Broken Not Beaten to uh, make a swing from the ground uh, and almost certainly miss because uh, not great. That's minus four. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. That is a uh, one on the die. Oof. For a two. Yeah, that's not going <laughs> to hit. Uh, then he uh, immediately collapses back down. Also, I forgot uh, to roll it. I guess technically that could have been my roll for uh, Arcane Spell Failure, <laughs> since I forgot to roll that first, which also would have been a fail. Uh, but either way, yeah, uh, nothing happens, and he goes back unconscious now at negative 9 instead of negative 8. All right. Well, that takes us to Orange. The Orange Observer Robot is going to try to climb onto Brixby. Uh, that's a natural 20 on the Acrobatics. That'll be it. The swarmer gets swarmed, and it's gonna it's gonna start pinching. It's it's gonna get all up in your business with the pinches. Pinch number one is a natural twenty. Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. So Only a ten to confirm. Uh, not confirmed. All right, that's two damage. All right. Pinch number two. I've been brutal. Pinch number double. two is coming at you with a nine. Uh, yeah, not looking good for pinch number two. All right, integrated laser torch, resolving against touch AC. We got a 16. Yep, that beats my touch by one. All right, this is going to be a nice seven fire damage. Wow, all right. That's the big one. Indeed, these bugs got kick. Right now, yellow is, let's see, I think yellow is going to take a five-foot step down, and he's also going to go after Bricks, because he saw Bricks lightning real bad. That's only a six to hit. Will not hit Bricks. Okay, now green. Green just saw Vargas pop up from unconsciousness and take a swing at him. And go right back to unconscious. I don't think I can justify him not. Not this. And you said uh, he has bludgeoning. The orcs all do. Yeah, they've got improvised weapons. Okay. Like I don't, I don't see any way where he doesn't. Yeah, no, he would absolutely bash. take a swing. Yeah, well, that's the thing: is you're helpless. He's not threatened, and he's standing over you. This is yep. so he just gets to deal damage. This yeah. is a uh, it's a coup de grace. Oh, it's a it's, yeah. He's um, so it's twelve damage on the coup de grace. I need a fortitude save. I believe DC twenty two or Vargas dies. Oh my God! Yeah. Sky metal, please. Vargas might be dead even without that. Take take my take my sky Mine metal. Too. All my sky. I have the, just the one, but you can have. I it. can I can I give you. Take a look at what Arisen does for half a second. How many Sky Metals do you need, my man? I will give you, you as don't many die as you need. your negative hit points equal to or greater than four plus your common score instead of your normal. Yeah, but this doesn't have to do with your 
like the the fortitude saving. Uh, well, no, uh, but I mean uh, the damage he did even without it might kill me, ooh. which I think because his damage just took me to negative twenty one without even the roll. What's your con though? And your con, which my con is fourteen, which means I can go to negative eighteen before I die. So I think I'm dead even without the um, save. Yeah, I think you're past negative con. <laughs> I think he's dead. Oh my god. Vargas' oh. head has been smashed in. <laughs> oh wait, but no, but we have we have breath of life, right? Or don't we have the ability yeah. to Yeah. Yeah, we got that breath of life. All right. Oh so my god. What's that? 40. Yeah, you've got the advanced med pack. Oh boy. I'm gonna look up that life spell. So it's Orange's turn. <laughs> he is going to uh, take a five foot step up and take a swing at Asher. It's a natural twenty. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, that is only a sixteen to confirm. Not a confirmed. Six damage on Asher as he gets bashed by this orc. Uh, Kira, who has no idea what's going on. Even if she was conscious, she'd be pinned under a pile of Etten. Yeah, this would be relatively, I don't know, peaceful, if not for all of the dying. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna, same thing. Just 13 more rounds, everyone. I can do something helpful. Alright, uh, Brixby, um, you're up. You got everybody in your face, and uh, Vargas... Yeah. Uh, just he just got crunched pretty grossly alright so I guess I'm gonna I, I guess I couldn't even see probably from where I'm at considering I have just for context everybody at home I have uh, enemies to the west, south and east of me and there's a giant corpse in between me and Vargas as well um, we do have Breath of Life, but that has to be done within one round of them going down and just the action economy of getting that out of someone's pack. I don't think it's possible. Um, so, yeah. We, uh, thankfully, we have a res scroll. But, yeah. Um, I, Brix doesn't know. Otherwise, I think it would screw him up pretty bad right now. So he's going to take a five-foot step into um, Asher's square. Uh, and then he is going to full attack Orange uh, with the rapier. That is only a 13. 13 won't do it. All right, and with the tail blade, that is a 16. Uh, 16 will hit. All right, so he catches him with the tail blade. Tail blade is at. <laughs> 1d2 minus 2. Not going to roll. That's just going to be 1. Um, but uh, it is still got some sneak attackies on there. Well, Var- or Asher doesn't threaten. Yeah. I guess that's true. I wouldn't technically be flanking. We have played it with that so far. And I think that that is a good read on it. Uh, just because... If, I mean, if we can attack the same foe, I just, I don't, I think the way that that is interpreted, it's not going to work. So that's fine. Um, then 
I'm not sure that that's what I would have done, but hands off the chest piece, so uh, one point of damage. And that's my turn. I will say orange looks absolutely on death's door, so okay. a, a stiff breeze could take him down at this point. Uh, I don't have one of those left on my turn, unfortunately, unless it's a free action, like just a blow. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that is going to be the end of my turn. All right, well, Red Robot is going to shoot a stun gun at Asher. Uh, that will miss, and Asher is up. Ugh, if only I had. Well, let's let's talk about the Trauma Pack Plus. Is it like a pack? Like a, it's always slung over my shoulder? <laughs> like a fanny pack plus? Uh, let's find the trauma pack in the guide here. Trauma pack is a small box of emergency medical gear. Um, it doesn't, you don't equip it in a slot. I think it's a, it's a stowed item. It's like a little first aid kit. It's probably not. It's probably in my quick release sheath that I have. Um, then yeah, I can't, I could get to Vargas movement wise Yeah. in the three action economy. If we were playing TV for just like one turn, I would like draw the item and move. That sucks. Uh, well, that's cool. At least I have no weapon in my hand and uh, no joy in my heart. Uh, wow. Asher will draw the light hammer and swing at this uh, orc. Try to swing a stiff breeze at him. Yeah, 16 on the dice for a 22. All right, that will hit. Maximum four points of damage. All right, and he looks like if he weren't an orc, he'd be down. I thought he was already at stiff breeze level. Yeah, but then I remember at the last point the ferocity. But he's negative, so you get a grip point back. Cool. I wish I could spend some of those grip points for an extra action. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, my turn. But now I'm wielding a melee weapon, Brixby. <laughs> Excellent. So I guess I will take Vargas out of the turn order. Just to be a... I feel like... Me. Yeah, that feels like an aggressive move. Yeah. And uh, the follow-up to the red X that we don't really need. And I'm gonna shoot um Asher with stun gun and miss. Let's see now. Yellow is going to think he he's gotta come around to the right hand side to not provoke. And he'll take a swing at Brixby and miss. So we have the incompetence of minions to buoy you here. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. A full move action gets green up into your face and he'll take a swing at Asher. And that's just a 13. That's right. Our remaining orange friend is gonna take a five foot step to get a flank and go after Brixby. That is a 17 to hit. Uh, that will not hit unless you have not added the two in for the flank. Oh, that was with the flank. And he uh, bleeds a little bit more on your feet. And uh, Kira is up. 
Um, yep, yep. I keep trying to find a way to make this not the same turn as the last four turns, but it is the same turn as the last four turns, so you should probably take that out. slowly healing. Maybe she whimpers. <laughs> just, <laughs> just goes it to up. sleep. Yeah, yeah, we can say that. Yeah, there's a, there's a quiet muttering that you can't hear because she is being smothered by the body of a dead thing. Makes sense. Uh, and that's my, that's my turn. But hey, 12 more... No, nope, because blood rage is over, so... Eight more rounds until I can't heal anymore. Twelve more rounds until I'm, I'm. What even happens? No, I'm still dead. All right, this is this is good. This is cool. Cool, cool, cool. Sorry, not dead. That was callous. Dying. All right, um, Brixby, you're up. Yes, uh, Brixby is up and swarming, but even with these creatures with ferocity, there isn't a whole lot that I'm going to be able to get accomplished with a full attack. Um, because that also that's contingent on my rolling. So, um, instead, uh, oh boy, Does he, what am I gonna do about this? Um, hmm. Well, I I can't get them all. So, all right, I'm gonna use one of my um, sky medals, and this is going to be towards a cast defensively check um it's pretty much a given that I'm, i think i'm gonna get this but i would like to make it a non uh non-issue it's provided that i don't roll one excellent didn't need to use it but i used one anyway so yeah just mark that sky metal down there um i am casting sorry kira you're gonna wake up a lot more colorful than normal i'm uh <laughs> I am gonna cast uh, a little bit of color spray at green and yellow, so I'm gonna need will saves from both of them. Alright, green. That's a crack die. That is a 15. Uh, unfortunately, meets beats on that one. And yellow has a 5. Alright, not so good for that guy. So um, it's since it's save or suck, then uh, green is is. Uh, but how many HD does this creature have? Uh, that'd be two. Oh boy, it's it's pretty bad for that one. You may just want to call it for for this orc um, only because they're unconscious, blinded, and stunned for six rounds, and then they're still blinded and stunned for. Uh, one more round and then they're still stunned for another round <laughs> after that so all right. yeah they have all of the the, the icons there on roll 20 um and heck yeah there's not much else brixby can do from there so that's all it right red's gonna take a shot at brixby that is a 15 all right that will not hit and asher yeah that's me uh, wielding, savagely wielding this light hammer. Yeah, Asher is going to just swing at Orange, who is uh, ferociously stiff breeze adjacent. <laughs> uh, we're hoping for a crit, a juicy crit, because your hammer can't miss fire. <laughs> no, but... It's a 13 total. A 13 total won't do it. What? Gasp. 
Uh, it's okay, because I got that BAB for days, son. I'm going to swing at you again. Much lower to hit, but uh, actually still a 13. If I could just <laughs> flip-flop those die rolls again. Oh, the just the, the ferocity in his eyes, as though he were himself an orc. But he's probably not? Probably. Well, um, orange robot fails to hit Asher. Yellow doesn't get a turn. And green is going to take a swing at Brixby for trying to color spray him. That is an 18. Does not hit. Thank goodness. All right. Orange will take a swing at Asher. And that is a 25. Well, it's uncalled for, but a hit. Uh, with the sneak attack, minimum damage, five damage. I would call out Kira's turn, but I don't... Please don't. <laughs> I think we can move right to Brixby. All right. Um, well, we will full attack, and we will start with orange here. So, yeah, you're wielding. Excellent. Wielding and threatening. So, 18 on the die here. That's an 18 um, for the old rapier. And... Uh, Excellent. And I'm just going to roll damage here. You want to confirm? Oh, wait. Yeah, let's do that. I'm just going to skip to confirming. No, <laughs> that was... Um, all right. To confirm, that is a 21. That will confirm. Alrighty. Excellent. So we are just going to double some damage here. Dude, dude, it's not a whole lot that gets doubled. Um, all right. So, 2d4 minus 2. Wait, no. That would be applied twice, right? So that's only three points of damage. Three points of damage. I don't think you apply the strength penalty twice on a crit. I believe the rule specifically says you get your strength bonus on a crit twice if it's positive. Okay. Um, Alright, so then that would be 13 points of damage to Orange. Orange collapses in a heap and is dead. Alright, Brixby is going to turn and attempt to hit with his tail blade against Green. Oh, that is a natural one, unfortunately. And that ends Brixby's turn. Alright, well this little robot is going to shoot at Brixby and will miss. And Asher is back up, no longer flanked. Oh man, I feel so good. You know, I was so effective with that hammer last turn. I'm going to do it again. I mean... Mostly, I'm, I'm helping my boy Bricks get some flankadoos. <laughs> uh, oh, so we're going to go after green next. Yes, let's do that. Somehow they have colors, like identifying badges on them. Sure, <laughs> of course. Ooh, baby, 18 on the dice. That's a 24 with that light hammer. That yeah, will hit. Minimum damage of one. <laughs> All right. Going after it with the true neutral d20. That's a plus what? one hammer, so is a minimum damage two? You'd think so, but I have a negative strength. Uh, that's the saddest thing ever. <laughs> Is it, though? It's so weak, it heals you. If I was bricks, it would be negative one. So it, it could be sadder. That's the only Ooh. sad thing this happened. Uh, 17. That will hit? Yeah, two hits with the melee weapon. I'm really getting a taste for it now. Uh, ooh, max four damage. Ah, all right. Green's getting hurt. I can do this all day. That's his turn. Orange is gonna shoot you. That is a twenty-two. 
It's a hit. Uh, one non-lethal damage. Yellow still doesn't get a turn, but green does, and he's gonna hit Asher back for that hammer thump. No, he's Good not. Try. He was lying. Brixby, the melee monster. <laughs> I guess so. Just think about this this stand right now. Brixby and Asher <laughs> crammed oh. together with their backs up against a wall of monitors with rolling chairs and dead bodies all around them while Kira is crunched under an Etten and Vargas has been beat deheaded. Dead. <laughs> um, just like 15 oh, feet away. I know. Sure. Uh, swinging away with his uh, little hammer fix it hammer like the one that you unscrew and it's got the screwdriver in the <laughs> there's broken guns all over the room oh my god i know yeah all of the guns just dropped everywhere like it's that scene in the matrix where they just shoot them <laughs> they just throw them and then shoot some more um yeah so that is uh the beginning of the, the beginning of his full attack he rolls a seven on the die for a 16 against Green. that will hit all right here comes the big Ooh, two from the rapier, and then Sneeko Ataco is eight more, making that ten against Green. All right, Green looks very, very hurt. All right, and then um, he's going to complete his full attack against Green with his tail blade, but only rolling a five for a nine, so whiffing. Poor Green. Brixby will once again get shot with an integrated stun gun. Oh uh, no. That is a 25. Oh, very much hits. Uh, seven non lethal damage. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so much non lethal That's a big one. Yeah. And it's Asher's turn. Oh, How's Brickspell looking? Good. I'll post it in the plotting thread on Discord. I see how it is. <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> Sorry, plotting corner. That's what we All right, do. fine. They're going to coup de gras Kira, too, then. <laughs> I mean, it's only fair, but if they can even pass the strength check to lift the corpse of the Eden off, <laughs> they can't. They try get and get and her. Sort of and they slide can't. a sword underneath her. Just, <laughs> are we getting you, uh, Asher? <laughs> Asher is going to swing the old light hammer again, two times at Orc Green. No, not that one. That's a 12 total. Ooh, 18 on the second hit. Alright. That'll hit. For three points of damage. Asher gets a grip point back. <laughs> Asher the Smasher. <laughs> but it's still <laughs> standing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's ferocious and then just like slowly <laughs> beating this orc. Like, <sighs> <sighs> yeah. It's good times. We'll look back on this day fondly. And Asher gets shot with a stun gun, but it misses. And um, yellow still doesn't get a turn. And uh, green does get a turn. Green is going to take a swing at Asher as well. Uh, that is a 21 to hit. Yeah, it's a hit. All right, he doesn't have a flanking buddy anymore. So that is seven points of damage. Oh, okay. Uh, Kira and Brixby. All right. Same thing as again. Full attack green. That's uh, 15 on the die for a 24. Little hit. 24 minus 2. Uh, Alright, that's only one point from the, the old rapier. And then uh, an additional, so 13 in total 
Uh, that is uh, 12 for my sneak attack. Melee monster takes down another orc. <laughs> All right, and then I'm going to direct my tail blade against the orange. Um, let's see, try to see if I can do better than my previous full attacks here. Oh, wow. That's an 18 on the die. That is not a critical threat, but that is a 22 to hit. 18 will hit the orange robot. Alright, um, it is only one point from the tail blade with my current strength damage, but I am going to roll my sneak attack on top of that. Uh, perfectly oh, no. average, so that's ten points of damage. The melee monster gets through the hardness and takes down the orange robot wow. as well in a double kill. <laughs> this is... Amazing. Uh, this is so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> uh... All right, well, Red is very upset with you. It, that was its best friend that you just blew up. So it's gonna shoot you non-lethally, natural one, never mind. Asher is up. Asher is up, and knowing that he cannot bypass the hardness of this creature with a hammer, <laughs> he is instead going to kind of rub his palms together and They'll just glow with this white holy light and he will channel positive energy to heal himself, Brixby, and Kira. And guys, yellow. Uh, not amazing. Five points of healing. I appreciate it. Does that bring Kira up? She's still down. Still down. But I will know. No, oh, I can. There might be a chance that I am on my feet at zero HP by the time Blood Rage runs out. That will be a bad time to test that theory. Asher's not going to move, though. He's going to stay put to give uh, flanking to his melee monster companion. All right. Um, yellow still doesn't get a turn. Uh, Brixby. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, shoot. But because they are over there, I'm not going to be able to flank full attack. So what I will do is uh, in a fun egregious waste of the, uh, how are we at again on this? Let me just quickly double check here. In a fun egregious waste of my Scorching Warray wand, which is at a uh, mere six charges remaining uh, after this shot, that is, I'm going to fire out with said Scorching Ray Wand because I hate this fight. That is 17 versus touch. Uh, 17, let me just confirm, does indeed hit the little beetle bot. Alright, that is 12 points of Scorchy Ray damage. And the red robot explode. So, I think that's the end of the fight because you've still got by my count, four rounds left of unconscious yellow, and everything else is down. Yes. Take us out of initiative as the absurd last stand of the very capable three. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but oh you man. came out victorious. Oh. Can Asher see enough of like Kira's hair? Or does she have a hand poking out from under Drake's? I could tap with a wand. Yeah, I, th I, I think you can tell where she is. You just emerge and waving a tiny claw. <laughs> All right, you're gonna get some. Uh, you're gonna get a Kira mod tap. Thank you. Ugh, that was a horrible roll. Seven on two d eight. 
wait, that's that's the number of points, right? Total healing points, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I will take it. You're gonna get another one. Hey, I'm up. You're the only I'm one strong her. enough that could move the Etten off of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I guess while on the other side, while Asher heals, I think I'm gonna coup de grace yellow just so it's it's not an issue at this point. We're not gonna we're not gonna wait for them to come back. Um, do you want me to roll that satisfying damage, or do you want me to just assume I'm going to keep coup de grassing this poor soul until they're I dead? Mean, you have several shots, so it, <laughs> <laughs> I am not concerned with him rolling uh, four natural 20s in a row to make the fort save. I, I think he's gone. Uh, yeah. And I imagine the whole time Brixby has gotten to the point where he's breathing that like, ha, 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 and is like matted in blood. Um, so he's still definitely in a, an unofficial, not Kira rage, but basic rage right now. I have, I have a blood rage of my own. Uh, speaking of, um, my rage ends in two rounds and I just need like one I guess two more points to be fiz- actually no, you can you can do things on zero, right? So one. I mean, I don't know if you saw in the chat, I healed you for 13. I did, yeah. So with that 13, I still just... <laughs> I forgot about the rage part. Uh, yeah, well, here comes uh, 19 more from three Cure Light Wounds taps. That's a lot. Thanks. Well, the last thing we need is as we walk out to like drag the headless corpse of our friend up the stairs to Denvaya is a TV monitor to come out and be like, <laughs> and I thought you had enough health, but I was wrong. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah, did anyone break that monitor in the back corner real quick before uh, he pops up on there? Yeah, I'll, I'll swing my hammer at it and pick up all the guns off. <laughs> all right, they, I think Hellion was confident enough that nobody, or that this was going to be the end of y'all, that he doesn't pop back up and you can smash that, that Hellion monitor. He was a quarter right, and I'm very <laughs> sorry for oh making gosh, that it's joke. so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be more upset if I didn't know we had the scroll. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wouldn't be making jokes if we didn't. Have I'm assuming the we're just going to throw my body at Denvaya along with the scroll, like with the scroll tied to it, like through a window, like Ralph as a brick. If she's yeah, still there, but maybe she's like, yeah, I should probably head back to, to Torch now and go back to my sweet, sweet jewelry bear. <laughs> yeah, she was actually assassinated while you guys were out. That's okay. Kite can cast it too. <laughs> uh, so I guess, uh, yeah, I think after at least Brixby's done murdering them, it's just like, I think that's all of them. Is that all the ones in the hallway, Vargas? Silence. Vargas. I think, yeah, Kira's sitting up and, like, shoving this Etten body off of her. Um, and we'll give sort of just a quick look around. Ow. Um, okay, well, it looks like I missed a lot. But um, congrats on all the dead bodies. Um, and like starts to get up, looks at seeing obviously Bricks and Asher in front of her. Uh, all right, where next? And then I guess at some point Bricks will speak. Um, and she turns around. I'm trying to remember if she was conscious for any of Vargas being in the hallway, but I don't think she was. Yeah, I think you were already down before I went down the first time. Yeah, so mm-hmm. probably. Uh, are we missing someone? I imagine from what Sam said that he is like very visibly not alive from because did you say like he just caved his head in the 
orc? Yeah, I think the orc basically he took his improvised, um, basically junk club and just smashed his head right in. Um, so if you can see past Dregs, which is um, takes a little bit of doing, but I mean, standing up, Kira can see over her. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the second you guys get in the hallway, you would know he is gone. Oh, f- fuck. It's no, 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 no. And Brixby's just going to go and kneel beside him. What? What? I, I don't... I wasn't down that long. I don't... How... What happened? Why is he here by himself? What in that... Brix, you can fix it, right? You could just cast a spell you have so many of those you have you have you have you have the other glitter one and and there's the light and maybe like a lightning i know that you don't do that kind of magic but like do you have a scroll can you use a scroll uh well we actually do have a scroll um and bricks just straight up throws up on the ground well actually he's a rat so he passively vomits <laughs> um <laughs> But, you know, I just can't even imagine the, like, literal physical nausea, let alone that, like, intense, uh, like, discomfort, like, physical discomfort that comes with, like, emotional shock. So he's probably just still in shock and is just fumbling in his bag now and is like, yeah, yeah, I mean, we we have the, the scroll to fix it. We do. Uh, I can't use it. Someone can. Dimvaya can. Um, uh, that's not my magic big stuff. It's not. Uh, I hurt things. I don't help people. I can't help this. Oh, Asher. I know we have that. The box, the trauma pack. If I could have gotten there sooner, if you hadn't ran so far away, we could have can't do anything for him. Uh, Kira looks at Asher and then Brixby um, and then just like stone faced will go over and pick up Bragus's body like throw it over one shoulder at least like there's no this is this is a person on a mission there's like n- almost no sign of Kira just like if Dinvaya can fix this I'm going to find her you can come with me or not I don't care yeah, there's, there's no question I'm coming with you, big stuff. We need to go. I hate to say this, but we also need to take anything off of this, Etten. I don't care about anything else in these rooms right now. Yes. But if there's anything that is important, that could be taken and worn by another combatant against us, we need to at least deny it to the enemy. Um, feels so freaking terrible to do but I also don't want them to come back and just have all of this stuff. So, this Brixby's going to quickly detect magic over the Etten. Uh, nothing magical on her. Mm. There's, there's nothing magic. I mean, I guess do a quick search. Oh, there it is, inside the, the old loot. Yeah. All right, it lo- looks like completely a very Spartan Etten um, in that sense. They do not have a whole lot on them. I think Kira's just walking. Uh, can I remember the way out of this room? Is that up here? Is um, Kira carrying Vargas or? <laughs> Actually, you know what? Never mind. Yes, she's <laughs> carrying Vargas. Yeah, I, I'm kind of surprised you didn't get the dead friend blanket as he is our deadest <laughs> and friendest of 
for corpses we've run into recently. Uh, Varagus has moved past dead friend blanket. Uh, this is um, this will be a healing, and we don't need the dead friend blanket, or or she's gonna go on a rampage. Uh, this is true. And get put out dead friend blankets everywhere. Just gonna jog up these stairs. All right. Yeah. And I think she's like silent as all this is happening. Um, kind of, frankly, just trying to ignore the feeling of like. Vargas's blood on her back as she goes. Like, literally, she's just... I have to get out of here and find someone to help my friend. Okay. Well, and no one bothers you on the the way out of the Scrapmaster's arena. Um, heading up to the floor above where you are, um, where you found Nalakai's things and fought the ooze and the broken robots. There's nobody there. The, the place is like a ghost town. It's all silence as you walk away from there and head up into a scrap wall and the giant arena itself hangs there and its own kind of silence and you see up where Vargas put Kolgara's head uh, just a, a day or two ago. Now, now he doesn't have a head either. Or not much of one. There's a perfectly good head up there for him. <laughs> no. Just grab that one. Somebody <laughs> took it down. Pop that up there. With all those orcs, surely we can just give him an orc head. Just uh, straight up Gregor Clegg uh, in him. Sew <laughs> the other head on. I understand that reference. Wow, I am so sad. This is the worst. I would be... Why would anyone do this? I mean, and yeah, obviously he'll be fine, but still, death. Ugh. Team. Sorry. Part of, part of me is surprised it's taken this long. <laughs> Honestly, like, we were so close so many times, especially with the, the broken, not beaten. Like, you've been lucky to pretty much off yeah. any uh, immediate enemy close to you with it. And, mm. like... It does have, I mean, Sam played that right. Like, they have yeah. no idea that you're going to go back down. That I'm not like, going to oh, pop really up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if I hadn't, usually because thanks to Arisen, he can go to negative 18. Usually that's enough also. But I mean, that hit <laughs> when I was already at negative 8 or negative 9, actually, to take that much damage. Ugh. So, yeah, we leave this place, this awful place. <laughs> Yeah, and it, as I said, the the walk back to um, the Clockwork Chapel, I assume that's where you're going, is um, it's quiet. There's a stillness in the air, and you don't know if it's sort of just because of the, the weird silence in your group with Vargas, who, you know, he was never much of a talker, but you don't even hear his footsteps now. And you get back to the clockwork chapel and um, pull the switch to open up the cog doors as you did before, um, as you've done every time before, and walk in. And um, Dinvaya is in the, the main lobby, the sort of cog-shaped room um, that you've been sleeping in for most of the days and I think she sees immediately that uh, Kara has a a body on her shoulders and the next thing that you see as you come into this room 
come through the double doors is that there's there's somebody else in the room with Zinvaya. Yeah, you see in the room with her are three people. You see a pair of hulking Kelids who are older. They look like Vargas's age, maybe even a little older, covered in scars, long gray hair down to their waists. And standing between them is this incredibly wizened, withered little old woman. And as you open the door, she looks at you, and you see just like a single tear roll down her eye. And she says, Did it happen? I'm not sure that Kira would pay these people any attention if they're not going to stop her from getting to Dinvaya. Like, I think she can see, recognize, like, these people probably know Vargas, but she's like, uh, says nothing to them, really, bypasses them, and goes straight up to Dinvaya and lay Vargas down in front of her and be like, Brixby said you could fix him, please. Please fix him. And I think she probably has, I don't, did we say Brix had the scroll? I don't remember who has the scroll. Yeah, I think I have it. I mean, it doesn't matter. Let's just say for story, uh, Brix pulls it out of his, one of his scroll cases um, and, and just kind of keeping his eyes on the old woman, the old woman and the two Kellets flanking her, um, puts it down. Anything but Vargas. Looking at anything but Vargas right now. Um, Dinvaya will, like, obviously, like, the shock on her face is visible, and she'll sort of unconsciously, like, take the scroll without even looking at it, and just say, this is, um, this is beyond me, but I, I can try with a prize grace, but, um, stop! The old woman, she just cuts Dinvaya off, and she has this presence about her where even though she's little, um, when she orders her to stop, she just, Dinvaya just cuts off. And she gestures to one of the Kelid men who is gonna step over and um, reach for uh, Vargas's body. Uh, I'm... Oh, stop it. Yeah, no, I think it, as, as soon as he makes a move toward Vargas, Kira's going to put herself in between those guys. You know, the dead one and the not dead one. And the man glowers at Kira, and he reaches uh, towards a sword on his back. She uh, puts a hand on his arm and says, No. And she'll step forward to Kira, and she'll say, You, all of you, you were his friends? Who are you? doesn't matter. It does matter. You're Were you his friends? You're here with his body. We're trying to help him. And if you try and stop us, I don't really care who you are. You can't tell me it doesn't matter and then try and move toward my dead friend. All right. So if you have questions, you can either wait until our friend is done or, or you cannot have questions. It's the other option. I am proud to have called Vargas Noclan my friend. Why do you stop us from returning him to us? Because there is something that must happen first. You cannot do what you plan to do. I mean, I feel like Kira is hearing roll for initiative, which <laughs> is a ta- I can't, like that's going to be a bad idea. But I don't like I don't I need a reason for this, which you'll see. Um. I think so. Yeah, she does that. She likes uh, looks down at this person, um, and then almost looks at looks at the 
attendant. You notice uh, two things. First, you see around her neck, she has an almost comically oversized, especially for her size, uh, Scrimshaw amulet of a hand stabbing a sword into a mountain that looks very old. And the second thing you notice is that even though she is uh, a woman and also much older and wrinklier, you notice a lot of physical similarities to Vargas, especially in face shape. Notice enough to maybe be like, hey, are you a relation? Yeah, you would notice enough to maybe ask that. Um, yeah, okay, so I think she's like about to square up to this dude and be like, tell me why I can't do this. And then we'll like happen to just kind of glance down and see. And then I think her face completely changes and she stops and like her, her hands have been going for weapons and kind of drop next to her side. You, you know him. You know him really. You're related to him. Are you his, are you his mom? My son died during the war. The man before you is no one. He has no name. He has no clan. However, he may still have a future. But you cannot do what you mean to do. Then what do we do? Leave him to us. What are you going to do with him? That we, we have a scroll. She said it could work if... I don't know if all the things are right. What... Are... Are you going to fix him? I cannot give you the answer to that. I can only ask that you trust me. You can roll a sense motive on that. Yeah, trust. Uh, we'll see. Okay. Mm, I'm gonna say that's a plus three, twelve. Oh, same. I feel like she's gonna have a hard time with this one, but there are other people in the room. You know, I think I'll give you. You know, she's telling you the truth, but you know, she's hiding something too. Like, she didn't say yes or no. She said specifically, I can't tell you. And I think you probably, with that role, catch on to that part of it. Right. So in this case, the trust is like, uh, he will be better off with us. Not necessarily um, alive or not. And I think in her head, in Kira's head, she's like, okay, but if we try this, he'll probably be alive. Which is, that's the, that's the point where I'm coming up against. Is like, I don't know, she's going to let this go. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think she will. I don't think she moves at all. Asher, sensing this, will just plead with her in a diplomacy, her to say, tell us what you plan to do with him, please. You are asking us to relinquish the body of our friend when we seek to return to us. So please, if you want us to simply trust you, tell us what it is you're doing. Say 29. She looks Asher up and down and she says, He chose his companions well. I understand that you have your reservations. Know that I tell the truth when I say, I cannot tell you whether or not he will return or where we will take him. However, what I can tell you is that the three of you appear to be close to death's door yourselves. If it comes to a fight, you will lose. And I do not want to take the lives of... She seems to catch herself for a second. 
just this man's companions. So please, let us take him and be on our way. I think Kira has to look at Briggs and Asher. I feel she is still very much of the mind. I think honestly at this point she'd be willing to fight. I mean, I'm at 20 hit points. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, <laughs> now Asher would, would just ask a different question. Yep. Approaching is a little differently. You can't tell me what you plan to do, but why must you leave to do it? Why can't you simply do what it is you plan to do here? Because, quite simply, what we need to do needs to be done in a specific place. You see her worrying away at the amulet around her neck. There are rites that must be observed, traditions that must be upheld, and the location cannot be negotiated. Well, can we come? We, we won't look, we'll stand outside or turn our backs if we have to, but then we can let you have, then we can all get what we want. I have seen this day end many different ways. But on the ones where that man died, Hellion was still alive. Do you really think you can leave this place to follow us for days, possibly weeks? He was our friend. If that's what you wanted to know, yes. Yeah, yes, I will, I would. Which again, not the best idea, but (laughs) here's 15. No, but it makes sense for what the mindset she'd be in, yeah. I think uh, Denvaya, who is still holding the Scroll of Resurrection, I think is going to step forward and and say, if we could all just calm ourselves for a moment here. I know that emotions are running high right now. Vargas was very dear to all of you. And uh, honestly, he was dear to me as well. He he saved my life, and I, I, I don't think that just moments after the man's death, we should be making decisions that two sides are so passionate about when we wouldn't necessarily be at counter-causes. I think that we should take time. We can cast gentle repose on Vargas if that is what you insist upon. And she nods to the Kellids. And and we can keep him here for the time being, just for the time being. And when we've had a chance to cool down, he will still be here. And she holds up the scroll. This this will still be good. And um, if the magics that you all need to practice, not to the kids again, are as powerful as, as one would assume, talking life and death, then perhaps I I assume that you do not need an answer this instant. Uh, The old woman will look at Envaya and say, when you allowed us into your home earlier today, you said that you would listen to us. What I told you would come to pass, has come to pass. Nothing has changed. What we need to do needs to happen. And if we must go through you as well, so be it. 
Listen, you're right. You're almost right. Everything you've said is, I'm sure, correct. Uh, we can't truly raise him between Dinvaya's powers. I mean, you are a strong, holy woman, but I understand this magic is beyond many of us. Uh, I also understand that Vargas had a complicated relationship beyond this world with his god. I also know that I don't get the ways of Kellett's your honor, your plans, your looks up at them, but you are wrong. No clan, it's not a fitting name for this man. Look around, if you won't call him your family, we will. We might not be able to bring him back, and maybe only you can. But you will bring him back. I will not tolerate vagaries. Just look at him. That is your blood. It's our blood. You take that body, you better bring that whole man back. She looks at Brixby. And she says, What is your name, little man? My name is Brixby Rentail. And she's going to nod and turn to Denvaya, one hand out, and say, May I have the scroll? Denvaya is definitely going to hesitate for a second, um, looking down. I mean, the, what she's holding in her hand, uh, Scroll of Resurrection, is uh, it's an extremely powerful piece of magic, but I think after a moment, she's gonna sort of do the, the gesture of trust and, and hold it out. And she takes it in her hand, and she walks over to Vargas's body and holds it up in front of her. And she says, My name is Svetka Nil, wife of Ergast Karl, mother of Vargas Kal. And the scroll of resurrection bursts into flames in her hands as she holds it aloft, consumed not as the scroll itself, but as a component as she casts her own resurrection on the body of Vargas Noclan. <laughs> and I think he, you see like his head knit back together, uh, like Christine style, like the car going back together. And he gasps for a moment. Uh, oddly enough, he is still all scarred up. That did not seem to be healed by the uh, spell. And he's going to kind of look around. And I think when he sees her, he just freezes and he says, You. You're you're alive. And she looks down at him and it looks for a second like she's almost gonna smile but she stops herself and she just nods says, yes so are you. And she reaches a hand out and helps him up to his feet and she says you need to make a decision now. Will you stay here with your new clan, or will you go with us, possibly become whole again? 
think he is going to look from her to Kira and Bricks and Asher and uh, I think at that point uh, I don't know about Sam but I think I'm going to be going to bed at that point (laughs) wow what a power move what a power move oh wow Uh, well you heard him guess I'll go to bed I guess we're going to bed. Good night, Chiro. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, good night, Chiro. Property of Network Against the Machine LLC, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods Adventure Path are property of Paizo Publishing. See their website for more details. Theme Against the Machine was written and performed by your own Zach. See the show notes for additional music and sound licensing. If you enjoyed the show, we encourage you to leave us a review. Every start is a perfect start. When you're playing with this crew, oh my can't believe God. she urinated on her own son's body. <laughs> oh, brutal! Just brutal. <sighs> God, that goes home, BB. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have lived and died a thousand lives inside this episode. <laughs> <laughs>